This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning and welcome to a Saturday morning December the 11th edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kirk Chamberlain, and with here with your regular co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. We're delighted you've joined us today, as usual, and uh, we're happy to be able to be with you and, and share um, the gospel message and, and other related Bible information with you. Uh, we hope you're prepared for an hour of really, really good Bible teaching and uh, instruction in the Word. Um, I assume you are since you are listening, so thank you very much for being here with us. Uh, we'd like to announce that we just added, recently added another area in the States uh, as far as listenership. We have the District of Columbia uh, has tuned in to uh, listen and um, we, we hope that whoever it is in, the, in that uh, government agency uh, gets saved as a result. Okay, so <laughs> welcome aboard, District of Columbia. Um, this morning's topic is going to be one of um, concern for everybody, I think. Uh, uh, if you're not interested in, in geopolitical things and, and what's going on in the world today, you, you might, you might want to take a closer look. Um, and, uh, pastor's going to be talking to us today about, um, these last days. I know that intimates that we're in them. Oh, but we are. And pastor's going to explain that in detail. Um, and, uh, without further ado, I'm handing the microphone over to Pastor Dick. Well, good morning. Um, thanks, Kurt, for the introduction. Um, as my son, you know a whole lot more about me than almost anybody except my wife right. knows. And uh, uh, I'm going to be harking back to some of those early days of my ministry. Uh, I've been in a ministry uh, in one way or another, teaching Sunday school, pastoring churches, teaching home Bible studies, and so forth, for about 53 years. 53 years. I was looking at it last night, and I thought, my goodness, 53 years. And uh, I've loved every minute of it. <laughs> yeah, I have. I love the Word of God, and uh, I love teaching it. Um, one of the reasons we're doing the podcast is to teach to educate, to edify, to encourage people, right. and to evangelize, too. Yes. You notice I alliterated that nicely. They all begin with alliteration. Yeah, I don't even bring it up anymore. I know it. Okay. <laughs> I'm so used to it. <laughs> so, uh, to begin with, Kurt, uh, over those 53 years, mm -hmm. 
There's one question more than any other question that keeps popping up that people ask me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's mostly teenagers, um, uh, young young people, uh, new believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ask this question over and over and over again, and um, uh, I usually give them the short answer. Uh, because it's going to be it's a short conversation. And here's the question that they ask, Kurt. They'll say, Pastor Chamberlain or Brother Chamberlain or, or just Dick, are we in the last days? And my answer is always yes. Absolutely we are. Well, before I get to finish my answer, they say, well, how do we know that? How can we know that? If we're in la- when did the last days begin? Mm-hmm. When are they going to end? Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes a little bit longer answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we've got an hour here. <laughs> so, yes, we do. Yeah. And I don't think we'll even get the whole answer in that in this hour. So, um, well. but we're going to try. And um, I may have to do some editing on my feet. But when I say yes, we're in the last days, how can you be so sure? Well, my first rule of study and preaching and teaching of the word of God is always do it under the banner of what saith the scriptures. By the way, our website is entitled what says the scriptures. And so, because that's, that's what we do. Uh, this is not personal opinion. No, no. And I'm going to be reading a lot of scriptures. So have your Bibles ready. I'll be reading from the King James Version. You have your Bible ready, uh, and you'll understand this, I think, pretty well. Now, when I say, yes, we are in the last days, I'm going to read to you from the book of Hebrews, which was written, oh, about 64 to 68 A.D. We think by the Apostle Paul. And we're most people are sure that it was the Apostle Paul. And the book of Hebrews starts out this way. God, isn't that a great way to start out a letter? Oh, indeed. (laughs) God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in in time past. Oh, key words. Spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. You mean the Old Testament prophets? That's what we're talking about. Oh, okay. And he says, hath in these last days. Now understand, this is the word of God. This is not me saying this. Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son. That intimates uh, present tense. Yeah, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world's. He has spoken to us in these last days. And so the writer, the the human writer of the book of Hebrews is telling us with without any equivocation. At the time he wrote this. At the time he wrote this, we we were were in in the last days. And if that's so, folks, we have been in the last days for 2,000 years, approximately. If you think that Jesus was born in A.D. 1, and it is 2021, well, there you go. 2,000 and 20 years. Yeah, we've been in 
we've been in the last days. And so, uh, so that's how we know that we are in the last days because the Bible says without any, without any shadow of a doubt, we are in the last days. And, and God spoke to us through his son in these last days. Now, how can we know that we were in the last days? The last days actually started with the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. His early life, his ministry, his death, burial, and resurrection, all were in the beginning stages of these last days. Now, I'm going to take you to some scriptures. The next scripture I want you to turn to is, um, uh, oh, let's see, First Tim or 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3. The Apostle Paul was, was uh, deputized by God, for want of a better word, was deputized by God to write 13 books of the Bible. And in this book, First and, and First Timothy and Second Timothy and Titus, those three books were written particularly to pastors, young men in the ministry. And um, in chapter two of Second Timothy, here's the things he's he's given you. So he's given some charges to, to Timothy. In First Timothy, excuse me, Second Timothy, chapter three. He says, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. He says, be strong. And then he says, the things you have learned in verse two, the same commit to faithful men. That's what we're doing today. And then in verse three, he says, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Why? Because we're in a war, he says in verse 4. And in verse 5, he says, If any man also strive for the masteries. And so the pastor, young pastor, is to strive to be the best he can possibly be. And then in verse 6, he says, That the husband, the husbandman that laboreth must be first a partaker of the fruits. And what's he saying that? He's, you cannot lead people unless, first of all, you've done the things that you want them to do. Then he says in verse 7, consider what I say. And the Lord give the understanding in all things. So, strive, boy, be strong, endure, Wow. And he said in verse 7, consider what I say, and the Lord give the understanding. Then he says, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. And so we always have to keep that in mind as we minister to others. And so, uh, and let's, let's go to verse 15 in chapter 2. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. So that's what we do, Curtis. You and I study. You know, I've, I've had that verse memorized since I was just a young kid. I know it. Yeah. I mean, young. Yeah. In our house, people, we we taught our kids to memorize scriptures. 
Verse 16 says, but shun profane and vain babblings. Holy mackerel. Well, that encompasses quite a bit, doesn't it? He's, he's indicating that there are others who are doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he says, um, um, and there, so they, they will increase unto more ungodliness. So he, remember, now this is a, this is a preview of coming attractions because we're going to get to chapter three in just a very few minutes. He says, uh, their word will eat as doth a canker of whom is Hymenaeus and Philemon. So, mm-hmm. and, and it says, talk about these men who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. So there's a lot of false teaching in the pulpits. They don't rightly divide the word of truth as they were told to do in, in 2 Timothy 2.15. And, and so he goes on and on. And, and he says uh, in verse uh, 19, he says, uh, let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Wow. Then he says, if any man purge himself from these things that he's talking about in this chapter. Clean yourself up. He says in verse 22, flee also also youthful lusts and follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace. And that with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid, avoid stupid questions. Don't, don't even answer them, they're stupid. It says, because the servant of the Lord, verse 24, must not strive. Don't argue with people when, they get, when they're dumb, foolish, and silly, and so forth. He says, but, but uh, be gentle unto all men. And all this stuff he's saying to this young pastor, Timothy, because of what he's going to say next in this letter. And he's going to talk about the last times. And he says, therefore, know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Now, Curtis, I'm a big proponent of alliterating things. I'm a big proponent of studying things in lists. If you study lists of things in the Bible, you'll learn a whole lot in just a short time. No doubt about it. So here's a list <laughs> about about the last days. This are are you quite, are you ready for this? Quite a laundry list. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Uh, in verse one, he says, "Perilous times shall come." I think we're there. We're there. Yeah, there's no doubt. And when you see this list, when you hear this list, you'll know that the answer to this question: Are we in the last days? The answer is yes. Most definitely that says in verse two chapter three for men shall be lovers of their own selves oops we're there we're there check that one off the list yeah yeah we got we've we've got that one covered. ready let's continue covetous oh oh wow yeah i I think the present yeah we we were all guilty of doing that oh brother (laughs) boasters oh yeah proud Blasphemers. Oh boy, that's in too abundant of supply. Disobedient to parents. Wow. Unthankful. Oh, we're definitely there. Unholy. Mm-hmm. Now we've just read two verses 
Look at the list we have already. Mm-hmm. And then it says without natural affection. Well, I think, yeah, the society is rife with that. Yeah, without you know, I, natural I, I spoke to a radio host about this very verse. One, yeah. And he said, yeah, that, that, that means the homosexual community. I said, well, yes, but it can also entail other things like what about the mama that puts all of her kids in the car and drives them into the lake and drowns them. That's not natural. Affection. That's exactly right. Chris. That's it, included. Oh, oh, there's a whole bunch of things that's included oh, in yeah. here without natural affection. Truce breakers. Yep. Oh, oh boy. hello, Russia. Mm. Anyway, yeah. false accusers. Mm. Wow. Well, way too much of that going on too. False accusers incontinent. Oh yeah. That doesn't mean the incontinence that we're, the medical incontinence. We're, no. we're talking about um, emotional. And moral. And moral incontinence. That's right. It says fierce. Holy mackerel. We've got plenty of that, too. Despisers of those that are good. Oh. You know what I've been called in my oh. life, Curtis? Yeah. I've been called a Jesus freak. Not you. I've been called Dickie Christian. You know, in, 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 a, in an abusive, well, sure. obnoxious way. Oh, yeah. Despisers of the, those that are good. Traitors. Heady. High-minded. Traitors? Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Verse 5 says, having a form of godliness... But denying oh, the power there. My goodness. Listen to this one. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Listen to this list of things. Isn't that interesting? We've read we, we've read only five verses, and we have a great long list of of about 20 things uh, that are that are uh, are instances and proofs that we're in. The last days. And then he says this, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. And I don't even want to go into that because it would take me a whole other hour on that verse. And then he says in verse 7, ever learning and never able to come to, to the, the knowledge of the truth. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we go we go to school and learn Spanish and French and German. You, uh, when I was in high school, those were the three major ones. I took Latin. But, well, at Latin took me, but um, and and uh, uh, yeah, see, ever learning. But uh, but wait a minute. Yeah. What is the truth? In John chapter seventeen, Jesus was praying. For his people, and he said to his to his father, "Sanctify them by the truth. Mm-hmm. Thy word is truth." Yep. There are a lot of Bibles that have been sold in the world, and most of them, sad to say, are on a shelf someplace, gathering dust. Mm, yeah. Not ours. Oh. Okay. So look at these things. It's it's amazing. Um, that, that's just a long list, and there's a few verses. 
And it's obvious that these things are happening now. And that means that we are in the last days. We're in the last days. see evidence of every one of those things on the list. By the way, let me just take a little sidetrack here. The word last times or last days is not a new expression in the Bible. Oh, no. The first time we see it is in Genesis chapter 49, verse 1, where Jacob gets his sons all together. And he says, I'm going to tell you that things are going to befall you in the The last last days. days. Yeah. It's amazing, see? Um, And most of us don't know those things. So the last days is not a new doctrine. It just... Just that we the last days did not start until the Lord Jesus Christ was born. Um, Isaiah two two mentions the last days, the last time. Uh, Micah chapter four verse one, the last days, the last time. So it, it, it is a doctrine, but it was a prophecy back in those days, and now it's a reality. Yeah. We are in the last days. Smack dab in the middle. And we might be past the middle. Yeah. We don't know that for sure, but we know we're in them. We don't know when the last days are. But I've been asked, when will the last days end? Yeah. And I have to tell them. We don't know that for sure. I know the event, but I don't know when that will occur. Right. The last days of the church will occur at the rapture of the church. There's no way to set a date for it. But 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 after the rapture, the last days will be determined be determined upon the Jewish that's right. nation. That's right. And that's what Jacob was getting his sons together to tell them. Mm-hmm. They'll go through a they'll go through a period called the tribulation. And uh and so and so there will be more last days for them than there will be for us yeah but there will come a time in revelation chapter 10 you read revelation chapter 10 there's going to be a time and an instant in which time shall be no more right and that'll be at the end of the thousand year reign of the lord jesus christ That'll be the end of last year. Uh, so anyway, those are things that are happening in in, in Second Timothy chapter three. But turn back to First Timothy chapter four. First Timothy chapter four. It says this. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. In other words, the Holy Spirit is pointing directly. He's sticking his index finger on your chest and say, now listen to this. He says, now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times. Oh, that's a change from the last times, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what latter means in this case? Yes. It means the last of the last. The last of the very last. In the very last last days, uh, some shall depart from the faith. Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think we see evidence of that for sure. 
the churches in America today, and I can't speak for the churches anyplace else, but I know because I've lived in Michigan, I've lived in Indiana, I've lived in Illinois, and I've gone to Baptist churches, I've gone to Bible churches. And even in our in our city where we live, there was a great preacher once named Bruce W. Dunn. I loved him. He was a great preacher, and there's nobody like him anymore. Because look what's happening. That in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. Now, that doesn't mean you can lose your salvation, folks. It'll mean that leadership. Now, he's writing to Timothy. He's going to be a pastor. Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Oh, my goodness. Well, what are these doctrines of devils? Well, oh, boy. Yeah. It says speaking lies in hypocrisy. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Isn't that amazing? They don't, they don't feel any conviction about lying. People will lie and pastors will lie. And teachers will lie and won't have to worry, and they don't worry about it at all. What's one of the biggest lies, Curtis, that <coughs> that have been foisted on mankind with regard to spiritual things? Uh, there are many ways to get to heaven. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do good works. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Give, give, give money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, um, and uh, that's one of the uh, one of the biggest one of the biggest lies I think is the is the so called it's Darwinism, the theory of evolution. Yeah. Um, that man descended. I saw a cartoon once, Curtis, that uh, in, a, in a, I don't know, I can't remember what kind of a booklet it was, but there were two monkeys in a cage sitting on a, tr- a makeshift tree behind their, behind their fence. And there was human beings out uh, on the sidewalk watching them. And the one monkey said to the other, he said, man descended the ornery cuss, but he certainly didn't descend from us. <laughs> I heard recently a television celebrity, a star, a, a, a woman <coughs> who was asked about evolution. And she said she wasn't too sure about evolution. She says, one thing that troubles me is if men came from monkeys, how come there are still monkeys? That's simple, isn't it? <laughs> And yet, simple, yeah. and yet, even in our churches, people are promoting these kind of lies and they have their conscience seared with a hot iron. That's in verse two of chapter four, first Timothy. Look at verse three. It says forbidding to marry. Can I just camp out on this one for a moment? Yeah, you got uh, three minutes to camp out on this one. Before okay. This okay. Half hour ends. Okay. And I'll end this half hour of this one okay. and I'll make. I'll make a lot of people angry and, and I'm, and I'm not sorry about it. I'm only sorry that you shouldn't be angry because I'm telling you the truth. There's never in the latter times, mm-hmm. they'll do this. They will forbid be forbidding, forbidding to marry. Now, what does that sound like? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what it sounds like to me. It sounds like I should ask the question. When did the Catholic church come into being? Oh, 
Yeah. Well, they've been forbidding priests to marry since the, the inception, of the, the beginning of the Catholic Church. The Pope can't marry? The bishops can't marry? Right, yeah. The priests can't marry? And that means they're departing from the faith. How about that? Oh, boy, because it plainly says some shall depart from the faith. Why were Adam, why was Eve created? <laughs> so that men could procreate. Right. So we could be free, fruitful, and multiply. Yeah, to replenish the earth. And that wasn't God's command just to Adam and Eve. It was God's command to all of mankind. That's right. Everybody, including priests. Yeah. So it says forbidding to marry. That's wrong. Oh, of course it's wrong. wrong. Now, uh, in, in, in a practical sense, uh, I would have forbidden you to marry certain girls, but I wouldn't. I've never forbidden you from being married. Um, you know, it's a, a, a daddy has to do this. Okay. Okay. But anyway, it says forbidding yeah. to marry. And then it says commanding to abstain from meats. Well, again, fishy Fridays. Yeah. Who? Fishy Fridays. That's exactly right. Yeah, I know. You can't eat meat on Friday. Oh, got to abstain. Yeah. Went. And, and by the way, when we were kids in high school, we used to refer in a derisive way to, to Catholic kids as fish eaters. Well, yeah. And, and, which was nasty. We shouldn't have done that. No, but, but, but the thing is, uh, command. Now, what spiritual reason did they do that? Well, Jesus was crucified on a Friday, and then we do that to honor him. So don't eat. You can't eat meat on Friday. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. The Apostle Paul, under the direction of the Holy Spirit, is saying this is not the right thing to do. Yeah. Commanding the meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving. Yeah. And of them that believe and know the truth. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And all these things are happening as a part of the last days. Now, uh, we're, we're rapidly approaching a break. So... When we come back, we'll we'll be in uh, several other scriptures. We'll be in in the book of First John, and we'll be in uh, the book of Jude, uh, and uh, we'll be in uh, the book of I think we'll go into the book of James, but uh, I'm not sure uh, if we'll have time. So for right now, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes.